I feel that inspired energy is... That inspiration and something takes your breath away. The tie-in for inspired energy and fear. Inspired energy for me is the energy that you draw from others. You know, and I think that maybe fits into my definition of inspired energy. Like, right now, I'm in the zone. Inspired energy. So I think, for me, the inspiration comes from people. Being inspired to use up your energy. Inspired energy was what motivated me. Ah, inspired energy. Hello, everyone. This is episode 107 of the Inspired Energy podcast. And I'm excited to share with you another inspiring leader. And in this episode, I catch up with Jeff Spahn. And now Jeff's passion for improv jazz came across in our conversation so many times. And we explored leadership lessons from this type of jazz. And I love it. It's all about having the structure and then that flexibility for people to shine. So many great insights throughout this. Jeff is also an author of a book that was just recently published, which is We the Leader, build a team of equals who all lead and follow to drive creativity and innovation. And of course, in that book, there's lots of references to uh, creating that innovation through improv jazz. Make sure you check it out. There's links in the show notes. Now, Jeff has more than 20 years at the helm of leading leaders, and Jeff has drawn on his hands-on research and business leadership expertise to develop a a proven process that transforms complexity into innovation and optimal business outcomes. Now, we also talk about the shift in collaboration that's needed within business, uh, moving beyond traditional leadership hierarchies, and that seismic shift designed for the unique demands of digital age right now. I love catching up with Jeff. As I said, super passionate, super knowledgeable, and an all-around great conversation. So here I go catching up with Jeff Spahn. There we go. We're, we're okay. on. So tell me about Lake Michigan. Yeah, well, I wanted to thank you for, uh, well, I visited your website before I got on. And uh, in there, you uh, have a little video where you encourage people to experience the awe of, of nature as a way to get in a creative place if you're stuck. And I really, really appreciate that. And you made me realize how thankful I am where I live and why I live here because I'm, you know, Lake Michigan is one of the natural wonders of the world or the Great Lakes are. And there's a park, a beach and a lake. And and uh, 20 minutes ago, the sun was setting, the moon is rising up over the lake and the, the clouds are dark, but the the water looks green, you know? And then the other thing is, it's starting to freeze some, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah. so spectacular that it freezes in spheres, in circles, you know? And it's like, wow, whoever, <laughs> whoever told the water to do that? You know what I mean? You know, it's just like, wow. So uh, thank you for that uh, reminder and prompt. Uh, just the colors and the shapes that I'm just picturing at the moment for the time of year it is for you. Yeah, because uh, down here yeah. it is it is hot. It is hot yes. down here in Australia right now. So 
Uh, what was the temperature while you're out? Well, uh, it's it's uh, it was in the mid 30s, so it's really quite pleasant for this yeah. time of year. It's been down feeling like minus three a couple of days ago. Wow! Uh, yeah. So that was another nice thing. I I didn't have to get all all bundled up, <laughs> you know, to uh, survive out there. But that's a that's another thing, Murray. I mean, last year, I I could go out and just pretend I'm in in uh, uh, Alaska. Yeah, it was all ice deep into the lake ice. I mean, it's just like, wow, I don't even have to get on a in a car to drive to see this. You know, it really was more profound that way last year than many years. And I've lived here for a while. So, yeah. And, and yeah. You, it's such a great reminder. And, and thank you for, for checking out that little video, because I think about when I get stuck, I'm sitting here in my office and sometimes I'm yeah. trying to think of how I'm going to get back to a client or write yeah. a blog. And I just, I, I get that, that, you know, that freeze. I'm just not too sure. I go for a walk or I'm a mountain bike in the bush and then the yeah. ideas start coming. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, did, it's almost like nature's just waiting for us to listen, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so did you, did you have any uh, inspiration come to you while you were out on the lake this evening? Well, not past what I've already told you, you yeah. know, I mean, you know, that, that inspiration, I, I, uh, I wasn't really asking a particular question, but hopefully I think we've gotten off to a great start and that wouldn't happen without me taking that walk. So I think that's part of it, getting ready and being in a good space to enjoy this conversation. And I think that's a really good point that there's a flow-on effect, isn't there? When you get out in, in nature, that reset, that connection, that flows on to what you do next. So yeah, this morning, my wife and I um, went for a bike ride and we easily could not have gone for a ride. And it was one of those moments of, oh, it's, it's, fr it's Friday morning here and it's the end of the week. And yeah, we might just have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and stay at home. We thought, no, let's go for a bike ride. And I tell you, I've got more energy. And I know my wife has after getting out and we rode down to a lake as well, Lake Macquarie, not far from here. And it just kicks off the day so well. Yeah, 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 it does. I, I, I believe it. I, I take a walk every morning I'm here in the morning and uh, out to the lake. It's interesting. Uh, it's, I was going to say, Jeff, with the leaders that I work with, and I imagine some of the leaders that you work with, with working from home, I think the the habit to form around yeah. that connection and getting out, that opportunity yeah. people have, I think is so, so important. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, it's so easy to overlook and... Uh, the, the, just the idea of getting the fresh air and then the, the surprise of what's, what's going to be there, uh, you know, the cutlers and everything. And I, I, for me, you know, it taps me into, you know, a bigger reality than yeah. the problem I got, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. I, think to, I think to your point, once I expand myself in that reality, then I see this little particular thing that's just kicking my ass, you know, like in a different perspective, you know, I step back, I can't help but kind of step back and look at it and say, well, and then in that space, that's often where the creativity comes, at least as, as I experience what I heard you say, 
Yeah, it's a good point. I think maybe I've lost that a little bit sometimes, which is, hang on, that thing that I was racking my brain over isn't so big after all. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because for me, sometimes it just feels all consuming, you know, like it's, you know, it's all of a sudden a closet and I'm in that closet and uh, I got to figure this thing out. And for me, letting go of that need to figure it out and let the intuition come. Wow. Mm. That's, that's liberating. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that. So how long have you been in Michigan for? Well, I'm actually in Chicago on Lake Michigan. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Uh, Chicago, Illinois, and Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin are on the west side of Lake Michigan, and Michigan's on the east side. And so I've been here, oh, several years. I came here for for school, but I haven't lived where I live but five years. Okay. And um, I, you know, I really love live jazz. It's improvisation to me and it's experience of the, a we the leader experience. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we can talk more about that. And Chicago has a, a vibrant live jazz scene. And so that's part of what keeps me here. And then I lived more in the city. I'm still in the city, but you know, more in the concrete. And I was just tired of that. And then yeah. I found this spot, you know, where I don't have to cross a major highway to get to a park in the lake. And uh, I love it. So tell I really, me, I really wh- why, why jazz? Why jazz? Yeah. Well, uh, for me, uh, you know, the whole, the whole notion of jazz, uh, and particularly, I want to qualify my interest in jazz with two things. One is improvisational jazz which is, you know, that's different than having a score and everyone playing the same score. Yeah. You may have a score as um, Ken Vandermark, a MacArthur Genius Award winner once when I was in conversation with him, I said, you know, how do you play with this notion of having something predetermined and scripted and improvisation? And he says, sometimes it's just straight up improvisation, but often I'll create a predetermined score with the, my musicians in mind and, and that how they might play off of it. And gotcha. I love that integration of the improv and structure or what, what I talk about is the, the, the egalitarian structure of most organizations that's not named. Uh, but sometimes that can seem like a threat. However, you still need the hierarchy, but the hierarchy isn't to control, it's to free the collective flow, the improvisation of the group. And I just love listening to that and experiencing it there live, you know, yeah. knowing what these are watching the nonverbal cues. I'm hungry for it. I haven't done much of it with the pandemic, but yeah. Uh, um, I, I, do, but, do you play? Or are you more of a listener? No, I, I, I went deep into Second City Improvisational Theater oh. um, here in Chicago. Uh, I don't know how well that's known in Australia, but uh, Second Viola Spolin really, we, we awakened the improvisational theater by working with challenged youth on the South Side. And then out of that came Second City. And uh, it's 
uh, world-class improvisational theater experience as well as educational vehicle. And I, I went like three or four levels deep into it. And the teacher's saying, hey, uh, follow the follower. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, well, that's the same thing as lead the leader. Because mm. if I follow the follower, that follower is a leader. <laughs> you know, and then, then we're really mixing it up. You know, so it shakes up some of the staid categories, at least for me, yeah. that we think about in organizations. You're a leader or you're a leader or a follower. When actually, neuroscience tells us that the mind is working both sides, the right, the leader follower side at the same time. And uh, that's the fundamental basis of We the Leader. I, and I love this premise of We the Leader, and I love what um, the book's about. We want to get into that. But I've, I'm just, I just want to know a bit more about the structure and the improvisation in jazz and how you see that in leadership. Right. So um, the, the one, I mean, a lot of times think, people think of improvisation as, you know, impromptu, no, no structure. I mean, yeah. it takes structure and skill to practice improvisation. If you don't follow the rules, there's no, it's just freaking chaos. Yeah, it's, uh, and I, I was thinking, Jeff, about brainstorming. I think some people think, oh, we just get in a room, throw around ideas. No, you still need yeah. structure for those ideas to come out. Yeah, that's right. Right. And, and brainstorming can be helpful, but it's not improvisation. And so uh, the, the, there's the idea of actually, to me, the brainstorming is more like gathering the pieces. And then the improv is a way of starting to connect them and yeah. then see what's appearing here that we haven't seen before. And, and uh, you know, I think the whole team taking a walk out in nature beforehand would certainly help that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I, I, I love that seeing what we're seeing that wasn't here before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, so when you, when you think about it, Murray, I mean, that's, what's the beauty and the wonder of improv theater. Yeah. You don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, I did improv theater. It was, it was the, most excruciating and exhilarating experience I've ever had because I remember this one scene you know Connie and I didn't know each other we were married in the suburbs obsessed about our lawn <laughs> and we just started to play and it was hilarious you know <laughs> and the whole place is cracking up I felt so alive yeah you know and that's that's where I want to be I want to live in that space you know yeah that that and that the energy is nearly um you know palpable, isn't it? When you're in yeah. that space where that sort of creativity oh. and and oh that flow, that flow is just happening. Yeah. Yeah. And so um that's what that's what you know drives me into it. So so relating that to an organization, let's just say a team. Okay. Mm. So when we gather and we the leaders, the basic assumption is that everybody is equal, different, and vital. Yeah. Okay. Now there's still the hierarchy, right? The hierarchy is still there, but that's set aside. Everybody's equal, different, and vital. And so how do you show up that way? And in the book, we talk about the core practices of curious conviction. We can talk about that yeah, more yeah. if you would like. And however, 
there comes a time within, and this is where I've been successful. That's a little thing about being able to implement improvisation within a high, the necessity, I think, of a hierarchical organization, particularly the bigger it gets. Yep. You need structure and you need a decision-making model. And so that's where the hierarchy fits in. The simple model is let's, the leader would say, okay, this is how we're going to decide if we need to. We're going to spend this much time in improv, you know, Yeah. but we need a decision by five o'clock. And if we haven't gotten that decision, then I'll follow the leadership. I'll follow the decision-making model and make a decision in a timely fashion. So then I access the wisdom of the group and still work within the structure of the necessary hierarchy of deadlines. Yeah, gotcha. Does, gotcha. That, does that make sense? And it's yeah. a very simple and not even it's not a distinctive decision-making process, at least as I know, but when you couple it with the improv, wow, you know, it works and it's fine. You the know. thing that's jumping out to me too, Jeff, is what I've seen is in leadership teams where there isn't that support and alignment with the decision at the end. And so how they got to that decision, yeah, not everyone's supportive of it. And so then when the decision's made and they're moving forward, we're not all on the same page and, and maybe right. there's some behaviours that aren't supportive. But what I love in your process is because we've had this place where everyone's equal vital and the yeah. perspective is valued then when we get to the decision i feel like it's going to be much more supported yes well you know that equality builds trust there's yeah. nothing that builds trust more than mutuality you mm -hmm. know being in it together and knowing you're in it together and then if you make a decision that i don't like or threatens me or feels deters my own self-interest then i'm more apt to go with it because yeah. I believe you have the best interest in mind. If I feel like you're trying to undermine me and you really don't like me and you want me to put me in my place, then I'm going to be lifting my middle finger, you yeah, know, and yeah. just not very happy, but I'll be very nice about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what was it like as a journey to get to this place of writing the book, We the Leader? Wow. I was just talking with a neighbor of mine who's a professor here at a local university. And uh, he was telling me about how he, he's a younger guy. He wrote his dissertation and I, you know, but he's not so interested in getting it published, you know? And I said, wow, I yeah. relate to that because I wrote a dissertation years ago and I had no real interest in getting it published. And I tried writing a book in the last 10 or 15 years, a couple of times. Yeah. And, uh, but, but it just didn't click. But this time I had more of the process we're talking about. You yeah. know, I was integrating more of that process as a human being and mm -hmm. as, a, as a leader myself and tapping into my intuition and getting quiet and leading my own self and then moving with what shows up without immediately judging it or trying to figure it all out. Yeah, just yeah. let it come, let it flow. And that wasn't my total experience, but it was most of it. I mean, I, I, I went through some, some difficulties. What helped you get to that mindset? Well, the we the leader process and the, 
in, in the We the Leader, we have three sections. One is the diversifier, me the leader, everyone the leader of their own distinctive and unique life. Yeah. And then the equalizer, everyone a follower of the common purpose. Then the unifier, we the leader. How do we, as equal, different, vital people, make a difference through our differences? So that's the setup. But that practice for me of the me the leader and be and getting in that observing space consistently mm. so that I'm not wrapped up in my own reactive bubble. Yeah. That, I mean, just amplifying that. Everybody talks it, not everybody. A lot of people talk about that and that's great. But, but I just needed some time to do it better. Yeah. And, and the book process really challenged me to do that. And I was ready for it the last couple of years. And I spent, I've spent uh, the the almost uh, 95 85 to 90% of my time on the book the last 2 years. Yeah. And exactly. I'm I'm elated I did it. I'm I'm very happy with it. It was uh, a spectacular process and sometimes it whipped me around. Yeah. I get it. on my bike and take a ride and talk to myself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um So what I got out of that too is the process is so applicable for teams, but also for yourself to look at the mindsets and the way you're approaching different work. And you can yeah. sort of step into those three roles yourself for the work you're yes. doing. I, I love that. Yeah. And, and the, um, you know, the idea that there's no I in team, mm. I don't buy that. You know, there are eyes, they're just, you know, within the T, right? And, yeah, yeah. And and the me the leader is key because it's not you know it, the we the leader is not about having one follower it's everyone showing up as a, as a leader. And I take that very seriously. I am the only person that knows my experience, my feelings, my thinking. Yeah. My body is totally unique, my past experience is totally unique. I'm the only one who can choose for myself. Actually, nobody else can lead me but me. And then, woo, that, that, then you have people showing up with their full self. Mike Kaufman, CEO of Cardinal Health, one of the 14th largest global corporations, his image is everyone brings 100% of themselves to work. Yeah, and if it. you get that and people know how to engage with 100% of themselves, you got something pretty special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I want to talk a bit about the some of the the key things you cover in the book. But before we get to that, can I ask Jeff, what's your hope for your book? Thank you for that question. <laughs> my my hope for that book is to stimulate conversations like this mm -hmm. and reimagine what leadership means for the world. I I hope that the book uh, instigates, inspires uh, another level of thinking about leadership. Because Murray, I think we really need it. We, yeah. we, uh, we, I mean, the human race needs another level of leadership. And it's not about one person leading followers or leading or following. It's about everyone showing up as a leader. And uh, I think I've got some provocative ideas. I hope to to uh, uh, initiate some conversations like the one we're having and allow that to 
reverberate and impact uh, the way we think and practice uh, leadership. And I, I'm very excited about the possibilities. So if I'm a leader listening to this and I feel like I'm in quite a hierarchical structure right now and there's a leader and I've got followers, what's the first sort of step in my journey of starting to shift that and starting yeah. to create the culture you're talking about? Yeah. Well, I think the first step is to lead your own life. And, and different people are in a different stages with that. Yeah. But, but as I work with somebody, I, I gauge that, you know, and then we adapt to where that, where that person is. But the, the key thing is if, if I'm talking, we, the leader, you know, and we're having this conversation mm -hmm. and you're not excited, then, you know, it's probably not, not the time, you yeah. know, I mean, yeah. it's just probably, you know, it's just not right. Now we can spend some time and, and get you excited, but, but to bring that into your team, the key component of the success of we the leader in the team is the readiness of the formal leader and i don't work with everybody uh but i'll work with people to get them ready if they're open to that and some folks are more ready than others and that that readiness is is a hunger and a like yeah i felt that improv experience before i yeah. want more of that yeah we've had that kind of success you know that the IT thing crashed and we thought it'd be two weeks. And by the end of the midnight, we've got it done. Yeah, so yeah. Woo, we just came together <laughs> and did something spectacular. The we, the leaders about making what, making that happen more consistently. Collective yeah. flow, I call that collective flow, can become the norm, not just the exception. Uh, I love, I love that, the, the, the feeling I'm getting it's like the hair on my arm sticking up Yeah. when you talk about that. Cause that readiness isn't like a, let's do the readiness checklist. No. It's, it's actually the feeling, the emotion, the connection to what you're talking about. And, and, and that's where I get all oh, that, that sort of buzz for it. And then yeah. that, that idea of everyone being in that flow and that flow yeah. state and then feeding off each other in a really, you know, a really positive way. Oh, that brings energy to the workplace. It really does. And then to do it intentionally and so and know what you're doing. I mean, yeah. Sometimes we fall into it, but what the We the Leader offers, it offers a framework, a conceptual framework, a mindset and skills to keep it happening, you know, yeah. rather yeah. than, man, I remember that two years ago or, you know, we can do it. And most everyone, if they haven't had that experience, they've seen others have it. Yeah. Or they've heard about, it, you know, yeah. and and um, it's in the arts. It's in improvisational theater and it's in jazz, uh, not not just scripted jazz, but improvisational jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think about the challenge I hear, Jeff, of leaders saying, well, I just don't have time for that. I'm too busy. I've got too many meetings. I've got too much stuff to do. What's your answer to that? Well, I remember it was a Friday afternoon and I'd worked with this guy who came in from the sales to run the, a program within this financial company, major global program. So that yep. was a big shift. And it was a couple of years into the program. 
and uh, he calls me. You know, he uh, he's giddy. I thought, well, what what's going on? Did he win the lottery or something? You know, he's, he's had the voice of like I had no. I got to know him by this time. Yeah, I was like, Jay, what what happened here? He said, you know, Jeff, it's uh, two thirty in the afternoon on a Friday, and I don't have anything to do, and I'm going home. and and so if you got a group of leaders and they're humming you know you don't you don't you're gonna free up your time you can't afford not to do this i mean that's that's my my perspective because you're for your own health for your own happiness and that's one of the things i love about it the 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 outcomes for in this process are great for you as an individual human being mm-hmm. apart from being a leader in an organization and oh by the way the business results are exceptional yeah yeah and can be consistent you you said before it starts with leading yourself and i'm a big believer that uh, as leaders and how we show up at work starts at home so you can't have your home life all over the place and out of control. You're not looking after your own health and then expect to turn up and be a good leader. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you help leaders start to get a better understanding and that sort of, I guess, leadership of themselves? How do you help yeah. them do that? Well, I'll share, I'll share a basic process that yeah, great that 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 that, uh, that I use and that's that's in the book and. Um, to me, again, it uh, it's about this notion of uh, observing oneself between, you may have heard the quote, between stimulus and response is space. Yeah. In that space is choice. And in that choice is our growth, freedom and growth. I'm a big believer in that. So mm. how do I experience that space? One way is to take an awe nature walk. Yeah. Another way is to build an internal skill where I become more increasingly aware of my reactivity and how I can react and spin down and be angry and frustrated or void to my own detriment and to the detriment of the team and organization. And that can happen. I was in that space for at least three years, primarily, you know, as part of my own, my own journey, but developing that capacity to kind of say, Oh, to just kind of observe myself. Look at yeah. look at what I'm doing right now. Look at what I'm thinking and feeling. I I have a choice, and we call I call this the boss boss yeah. yourself process. Yeah. B is the basic practice of taking a deep breath. Right, you know, just some kind of breathing practice that works for you. There's multiple ones. We all know the power of a deep breath. Oh, okay. Then in that space, that creates some space. Then I can observe myself. Mm. the O, observe. And then when I have that intact, then I can select a select. I can choose. Uh, I have a freedom of choice. Hey, I can show up curious here rather than judgmental. It's all up to me in this moment. Rather than, um, you know, be, you know, and I have that choice all the time. Yeah. And so that's a basic practice, what I call boss yourself or lead yourself, B for breathing, 
Yep. And there's, you know, a practice of that, which is in, integrated within the teams as meetings start. We don't take four hours, but, we, you know, you practice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we all know the vitality of a deep breath. Well, we bring that to here. And then the observing. And I've got a little diagram with it, you know. And then select to select. You always, we always have the power to choose how we're going to show up. No, it might not feel like it, but we have the power to choose that. Mm. It's, Ed, I love how this doesn't just apply in the work sense too. You can, that pause, that observation in all parts of your life. Yeah. And then starting to think about, well, what's the choice I'm making and bringing back that empowerment of the choice and what the impact that's going to have um, for you, for others, for whatever it is you're trying to do. Yeah. Right. And I, I think that impacts health, as you mentioned earlier, it impacts yeah. mental health di yeah. directly. And, and then with that comes, comes the uh, physical health. Well, and speaking of that, I'm thinking about how timely your insights, your book is right now with COVID and uh, Jeff, people working from home, different working arrangements, you know, uh, flexibility, all of that. And teams need that, I would say, as you're saying, that we are all leaders and how important that is right now. Yeah. Well, I, I think the, the notion that we are all leaders is, um, is having its time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned Mike, Mike Kaufman and uh, his chapter. He has a chapter in the book, by the way, and it's called A Career of Leading Leaders. And he he just kind of instinctively did this and i think it was helpful for him to hear me name it you know mm -hmm. like oh yeah that's what i do that's how i see yeah. you know that's what i've been doing you know he's moved up within the organization and so and then we have millennials and other younger generations they sh they show up as leaders they expect to lead and right they're leading their own lives you know they're they they're, they're making movement and progress and evolving with this skills in different ways of boss yourself, you know? So they're not looking for someone to just tell them what to do and without any explanation, they wanna know why. They wanna know why that decision made. They wanna know why they should show up for work, you know, and what's the purpose of it. Yeah. And, and that's a core factor, obviously, of leading, leading yourself. And so more and more, conscious or not, I say everyone is a leader. Well, you yeah. may be aware of that. You may be practicing it or not. But then the other thing is that the world is so complicated and it changes so quickly that increasingly, and I think I expect eventually almost always, any problem, any project needs leaders from across the organization yeah 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 so you have a cross-functional team an integrated team you know to get work done mm. and that's a vital vital uh structure that needs to be in place i mean either uh, con uh explicitly or not uh to to help help work that out so well, and those are factors that i see that say yeah everyone yeah. is showing up more as a leader well i think it links back to what you're talking about before with the improv if you've got people from different parts of the organization they bring different experiences different perspectives different points of view 
and then we create something we didn't know was possible. Yes, Cre create something we, we haven't seen. I, I love the image of a, of a puzzle, but the key about that puzzle box, it's, it's white or it's black. It's, there's no picture on that puzzle. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, no, there's no, we don't know the outcome of the puzzle. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's yeah. the improv nature of it. And then <clears throat> the pieces of the project puzzle or the team puzzle are what I currently think and feel. Mm. That's me leading me right there, right? And then everyone brings what they currently think and feel, and there's going to be some tension for sure. But if we hold the space for that and allow for the connections, whoo, we, we start to see what this puzzle actually is. And uh, that's the foundation of contemporary innovation. That, and and uh, that's where I think collaboration is really dated because co-labor is related to industrial age co-labor labor you did something you labored on something someone else decided you yeah. know and uh, yet that's the word we still use to exemplify good leadership now and i get it's linguistics but there's a uh, often it, our language reveals the limits the unconscious limits of our thinking so what's the word we want to switch collaboration well with. i would use the word co-create yeah yeah okay yeah and i i don't I, i'm looking for another word <laughs> but <laughs> that's the one i would use right now you know uh that we we are uh co-creators we each have equal different vital pieces mm. to the human puzzle or to the project puzzle the organizational puzzle uh <clears throat> or the problem we're facing yeah yeah I like that co-create and I, you keep coming back to that equal different vital. Yeah. Um, the vital stands out to me as something a bit unique to Jeff. That, well, that, and that bits. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go, you go. Cause I'm excited about that. Well, that, that fits into the, um, the leader, the me, the leader piece, the diversifier. Uh, and, and so, Every if you were doing that puzzle, right? Yeah. Let's just say we're doing the actual physical puzzle, right? And I've got two or three of my pieces hiding in my back pocket. Yeah. I'm withholding because you know maybe I got shot down or whatever. And here the pieces are what I currently think and feel. And um, uh, then that puzzle is not going to come together. You know, it's it's not going to you need every piece to finish that puzzle. You've just got me thinking of such a great question to put to leaders right now. And that is what pieces of this puzzle that we're facing are you holding back right now? Yeah, because that that's that image of oh, I've, I've got these pieces. I'm going to keep them in my back pocket. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit pissed off about something you said last week or right. whatever it is, you know. Right. I, 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 oh, yeah. I like that, Jeff. And the other, the other question is, let's go, let's, let's stay with the puzzle metaphor. Yeah. So the, uh, the other thing that doesn't happen when a puzzle successfully comes together is no one says my piece is the whole puzzle. You know, mm, mm. You, I'm not here to, for you to conform to my pieces yeah. or to think like me, but I'm here to have our differences 
exposed. So that's different too. If I'm if I'm the leader and a traditional leader, then I'm trying to convince everyone of my piece, and then that's what it means to lead, isn't it? You know, yeah. and then then people do what I want them to do, and that puzzle is not going to get put together. So the other question could be is, you know, how are you imposing your perspective? How do you want to convince the team of your point of view? Yeah. Are your questions sincere? Are they really questions or are they ways to get people to think the way you want them to think? Mm -hmm. And I call that faux collaboration. Yeah, I know a yeah. lot of leaders that, oh, they're, oh yeah, I, I know how to ask questions, you know, <laughs> but, but you get the feeling that there's something behind that question, that they already have a predetermined outcome. And that's the key thing about someone being ready. Yeah. Are they ready to let go of the predetermined outcome and, and, and really like, believe in the team, that yeah. the team is smarter than they are? And, and let go of that need for being right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that, it's, it's, I've, I've got the answer. My way is the right way, but I'm just going to tick the box. Let's let all that go. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, you know, that's the, <clears throat> the uh, excruciating and exhilarating part of improvisation. <laughs> you, yeah. don't, you don't know what's going to happen. But we, we do have the safety net of the decision-making model that I told, you know, yeah. deciding how to decide and sharing how the decision is going to be made. It's, 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 it's that, that is a safety net. And I think a very important structure to have in the context of improv in today's business hierarchies. Yeah. So yeah, gotcha. I'm not dishing hierarchies completely. I'm reimagining hierarchy as facilitating improvisation or facilitating collective flow. Yeah, got you, got you. Because at the end of the day, we still need some, challenge me on this if you, of course, but at the end of the day, we still need someone to be held accountable for that final decision. Or, well, yeah, I'm just thinking that that's yeah. true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I think the more that accountability can become spread, the more powerful it is, but you don't want to. I, I, I don't want to throw out accountability. Yeah. Because you you got to have it, and I, I can think of clients where what happened was they they were reinventing themselves. They understood they had to become more creative, and so they created equal teams, teams of equals. Yeah. And um, and but then some of those really flew, but many of them. Uh, didn't make any decisions. Mm -hmm. Nobody made a decision. And then they started to have people make decisions, have a formal leader, and then they lost their creativity. Gotcha. And they were interested in we the leader because it it could it could address both of those challenges. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does because I'm a big believer of structure enables flexibility. And like you're saying, I like that. Would you say that again, please? Structure enables flexibility. Yes. And so we can't have the improv without the agreement around how we're going to make our decisions when we need to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and then the analogy I, I've used uh, around this sometimes is the flight plan for a pilot. The pilot takes off, he has a flight, or she has a flight plan of where they're flying. 
And if they don't have that, they don't know how they can modify where they're flying depending on the weather or the holding pattern that's needed. Okay. We don't just take off on the plane somewhere. So we need that plan to know when we can flex. Yes. Yeah, without the plan, you can't, you have nothing to flex. Yeah, that's exactly right. They I really like that. Yeah, they work yeah, together. That's, uh, that, that to me is an example of consilience, which is a word that comes from Edward O. Wilson's book on, on consilience. And it's the idea that the evolutionary biologists, what he says is that the fundamental impulse of life is the jumping together of opposing energies for mm. something new. And you, you just said, you know, structure and flexibility. Well, structure is not flexible and flexibility is not structure, but no, they are. They're, yeah. they're one and the same. And, and uh, that, that fundamental principle, you say yes, I say no. Well, hey, there's a third, you know, there's a third yeah, way. That's, wanting, right. that's an opportunity for creativity. It's in our DNA. It's how we create each other. And then that plays itself out in we the leader because for we the leader, you're a leader and a follower. I'm a leader and a follower. How do we as leader followers lead projects, teams, and organizations? And it's about leading and following at the same time. Just Mm -hmm. like you have the structure and the flexibility. It's not either or, it's not one person, either or, it's both leading and following at the same time. And that's, that's the innovative component of we the leader Yeah. in process and in practice, if that makes sense. Yeah. And again, it comes back to the, the let's call it the, the opposites of the hierarchy and the we the leader. Yes, we have both and they work together. Yes. Yeah, they don't just work together; they're mutually enhancing. Yeah, yeah. They gotcha. build. They make the the structure makes the improv or flow better, yeah. and the flow makes the hierarchy better. And if you want to have more power, this is the best way to do it. It's about increasing the pie, right? So yeah. that the pie is bigger. And to do that, you need to have both of these seemingly opposite energies interplaying in a way that's mutually enhancing that's where the magic is Mm. that's where it's like wow this is this is (laughs) this is i feel alive right now you know this is where we want to be yeah and and that's what we want people to feel more of when they are going to work every day well you know uh, I don't think I've ever said this before, but as I'm hearing you, you say this, what, what comes to my mind, you know, people these talk quite a bit about birthrights. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a birthright. Yeah. You know, to, to live in this space we're describing, that's yeah. what we've been created to live in. Hmm. And we're, we're, we're headed in that direction. Uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned. So uh, I, I agree. And I think, there's been a lot of talk, I'm sure you've seen it, about the, the great resignation. Yes. Um, and the way that I've talked a bit about that recently is it's the great realignment. It's that realignment about what's important to me, what's the way I want to work, and what does that look like? And what we're talking about, I think, is what people want. They want to have that connection, yeah. the chance to share their ideas, to be heard, to, to be empowered. Yeah. 
Yeah. Give, give me a culture where all that happens and then I'll want to come to work. Yeah. I like that. The realignment mm. to, to one's own purpose, one's own sense of being alive. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and if I'm not getting it here, I'm going somewhere where I think I could get it. That's exactly I mean, right. Is that, yeah. 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 It's, it, it, yeah, that's quite a bit different than a resignation. Kind of resignation is kind of like, well, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not, I'm done. It's, I'm moving on. Exactly. I'm, right. I'm realigning. You yeah. know, that's what I'm hearing you say. Yeah. Murray. Yeah. I like that. So, uh, Jeff, I'm interested. What are your, your plans for 2022? Whew. <laughs> There's still a lot of books. <laughs> And uh, use this as a restart for leading leaders. Uh, I'm interested in uh, gathering a, a We the Leader Academy of Mutual Learning, inviting, having people apply and invite to the academy to actually experience the We the Leader process while learning the process. Yeah. And the book can, is, the, is the first step in that direction. I'm very excited about that idea. And I'm looking to uh, <clears throat> uh, get back into doing more client work because I've enjoyed client work. I've set it aside uh, for se several months here, uh, but I love being a part of having a conversation like this and then, okay, how can we make this work? And then yeah. seeing it come to fruition and people's lives change and teams do fun things and organizations shift. Yeah. Um, that's fun to watch. Oh, uh, it is. And, and, yeah. and again, back to what we we're just talking about, so needed right now, that's for sure. And yeah. anyone that that is in listening to this conversation, I'm sure you've got lots of fun and energy out of Jeff, full of energy. Jeff. I'm, I hope I'm going to put this video on YouTube because honestly, you're your energy comes across in the video as well as the audio. It's been fantastic. Um, Great. I would I would say to anyone, um, you know, make sure you reach out, check out Jeff's book. There's a link in the show notes. Also, the the We the Leader course because that sounds exciting, and, and have a look as as that as well. Um, because uh, the things you're talking about are so important and powerful for anyone not you might be a team member not a let's call it a defined leader right now from a title mm -hmm. but these concepts apply to everyone so um it's yeah, been so i, I good just chatting. want to accentuate on that on the academy piece uh, uh, academy of mutual learning and so everyone will be equal different and vital and we're practice a process i will initiate uh but, but we will practice the process of mutual learning as mm. of the improvisational education opportunity. And that, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, check out the, the link in the show notes, everyone, for that. Um, so, Jeff, the question I ask everyone I have a chat with is, what's your definition of inspired energy? Hmm. I'm experiencing inspired energy right now. So, you know, it's kind of like, uh, I'll, I'll know it when I experience it. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I like that. I, and I agree. I've, 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 uh, my energy levels gone up in this past hour. It's been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I think the, the initial step was the awe, the walk of awe into nature, you know? And uh, I think that got us started. But it's, you know, I love talking about this, mm. you know? And, um, you know, the other side of inspiration, I think, is in the Rilke, the, the German poet. Uh, he, he wrote the book, Letters to a Young Poet. And the young man was asking, how do I become a poet? Yeah. And Rilke basically said, if you can live without being a poet, don't be a poet. Uh, yeah. If you must be a poet, then you're a poet. And that's inspiration. You yeah. know, I mean, it's, are you doing what you must do? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, this is what, this is what I bring. This is my contribution to, to society, to the human race. I, I dedicate the book to the evolution of humanity. I feel like I have an equal, different and vital piece. And I'm excited about it. And it, it has a sense of meaning and depth to it. It's not just a feeling, but that feeling is rooted in a contribution. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, I love that. It's that in a way there's, you know, people talk about purpose or a calling, but it's, as you said, it's a thing that you must do. If you don't do it, you feel a bit empty or lost because you're not doing it. And right. um, I think when you tap into that, that's when that energy sort of comes. And oh, thank you for sharing your energy with me today. It's been wonderful. Wow, thank you for the opportunity and again for the jump start with the walk in <laughs> the all walk in nature. So fabulous. Well, thanks so much. No worries, Jeff. Well, uh, again, thanks a million. Um, everyone, please check out in the show notes the link to Jeff's book, to his website, and also um, check out that uh, Academy for Mutual Learning that Jeff's talked about. Jeff, all the best for 2022. Um, and hope you get plenty of time doing what you love and um out there doing some improv as well hey i love it and best as well to you murray thanks, thanks for this, this opportunity it's been great to meet you